0: We trying to behave ourselves on the story. Well, y'all know what we thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you can
2: hear, tell them to sit their bad down so we're grown folks in here talking.
3: T G I F. Hey, everybody,
0: it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday, and I'm back with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. We are here to spill the tea. And break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media we have a whole bunch to talk about today and later on the show we'll be joined by hermena cortez from scoremaster who's going to give us uh, the lowdown on how to boost that credit score up so you can stop using your debit card for everything and have good credit now sit uh, back relax and get ready for this hot tea let me introduce my co-host please welcome brand strategist al reynolds to the show hey al hey
1: what's going on claudia happy wednesday
0: Yes, it's a special Wednesday, but after we introduce Funky, we'll get into that. And please welcome multimedia personality and talk to your host, Funky Dynifa. Hey, Q.
2: Hey, y'all.
0: How's everybody doing?
2: Everybody's doing pretty good.
0: Well, we should all have drinks today because it is a special, special celebration tonight because it is our 100th episode. We made it, y'all, to
2: 100 episode. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what today is? Hey, it's our
0: anniversary.
2: Hey. Well, Look
0: at that picture. Hold on. Look at Killer like, trade. Hell in that picture. Yes, God.
2: Yes, yeah, go through I need a, I need, a, uh, Fox on people. Fox <laughs> on people. Can y'all send me a banner
0: like that so I can put it on a new background? <laughs>
1: Right.
2: How do, you,
0: that's our background. how do y'all feel? We made it to 100 episodes. A lot of people can't say that.
2: It went quickly. I can't. I honestly, when we got the email, I couldn't believe it.
1: It, it doesn't feel like we've been
2: doing this long enough to hit 100 episodes.
0: Okay, Al, how are you feeling about it?
1: I'm just excited to be a part of this magical team. I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched.
0: So we've come, a, come such a long way, and since our first episode, you know. We could not have made it this far without our soulmates. The soulmates are going crazy. They're showing, throwing up celebrations and hundred and happy one hundredth anniversary. So we want to just go give a special shout out to the soulmates that keep popping. Y'all have just as much fun in the chat as we have on this show. So we appreciate y'all and all the uh, I don't know the the word of mouth that y'all do. Y'all 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 really get us popping out there. So thank you so much. Leave a thumbs up in the chat if you want one hundred more episodes of T G I F. Uh. OK, they going in. They going in. They going in. OK. Um, Al, what you want to uh, uh, Fox Fives like it or not? Yesterday, let's talk about that. Since we talking hey, about all things hey. amazing. Let's do that.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. So, you know, I live in Washington, D.C., and I had the opportunity to work with Fox Five D.C. Um, and let me tell you guys uh, the shout out to. Jeff, the executive producer of Like It or Not, and the executive producer over there at Fox 5, and shout out to our our super boss, Stephen uh, Brown, who has made it a point to make sure that Fox Soul is integrated in the affiliate markets. And we actually have a link on their website so that anyone that explores Fox 5 DC, they can also access Fox Soul. So they also allow me to promote uh, TGIF on the show, Like It or Not. So a lot of, love to uh, Jim, all of the people that I worked with that I tagged (laughs) on the picture and everything. It's just been amazing to see them really uh, take and put their arms around the Fox Soul family, and I enjoy it.
0: All right. Well, congratulations on that. Again, Fox Soul is just spreading out throughout the country, throughout the world, Craig, actually, because People from all over the world have actually hit us up to say they watch a show in South Africa, all, all, all over the, the globe. So right. congratulations, fellas, being part of this. All right, y'all, let's get into some hot topics. Wait, y'all drinking tonight? Who's drinking?
2: Publix lemonade over here, baby. Not me. I'm I'm a, I'm a little under the weather,
1: so.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> Al, you sipping on some wine?
1: Same. <laughs> yeah. My white wine. Yes, yes. What am I drinking? Oh, Sauvignon Blanc today again.
0: I'm not drinking because I just came off of the most busiest two weeks ever. The play went really good. It was so funny. Good. And I'm super proud. Oh, so thank you to everyone that supported, posted for me, bought a ticket, donated. We were able to provide tickets to a bunch of women from a women's shelter. And it was, it was actually really funny. Did you so, guys pack the house out? It wasn't sold out, but we had a the whole bottle floor was full good. and the balcony. Good. So I don't know. I think the box office was trying to play me with the numbers though, because I'm like, I could have sworn it was sold out you know mm-hmm. but anyways very successful night and and the people laughed it was nice. No, so yeah fun times and i at the casino okay anyways let's get into the show um the woman accused uh, accusing of trey songs of uh sexual assault is comparing songs to r kelly now the alleged victim says trey songs victimizes women of color just like r kelly because he knows no one will care or protect them al do you agree with this comparison is it fair
1: mm. You know what? Well, we know that R. Kelly is his mentor and R. Kelly is also someone that he's admired and said that it's his favorite artist. I think there are some similarities here. The similarity is that they both are uh, you know, entertainers, black males that sing what they call quote, panty dropping <laughs> songs, right? And some can allege that they've taken advantage of their access and their status as a celebrity and taken advantage of women. But you know what I, well, you know what, maybe so, Claudia, because a lot of the Black women in this case still protects R. Kelly and still protects Trey Songz. So maybe there is some similarity to just minus the fact that Trey Songz, we have not to date heard of him messing with underage women.
0: Okay, but I'm not going to let it just be Black women. It's Black men too, capping for this man. It ain't just something that's exclusive to my people, my my gender. Uh Because I see a lot of people that just do not want to believe that there's guilt there, even with others. Right. Q, how do you feel about this?
2: You know, this Trey Song situation, uh, juxtaposed against this R. Kelly situation has really forced me to stretch my mind, right? Because upon first glance for me, nothing has stuck with Trey Songs, right? Like we don't have anything definitive yet. Like he hasn't been charged with anything. He hasn't been arrested with anything. But then I had to stop and say, Q, that's the same attitude mm-hmm. we took with R. Kelly, right? And we let it ride for so long. And then it was like, bam, he's this big predator. So I'm going to just say right now, you know, Trey, I got my eyes on you. I think where there's smoke, there's fire. And, you know, yeah, this is looking like it is following the R. Kelly playbook.
0: For both of them, it's, it's the tragedy is it didn't have to be like this. You know, I mean, it, I, we know that rape and, and all that is not a crime of, uh, oh, they can, they can get people. It's not about that. It's something else. And both these brothers had such promising, I mean, not promising, successful lives. They, they've made it. They're both amazing talents. And I hate to see it, but if they did it, they did it. They did not. They, they, you know, we probably wouldn't be talking about them right now. So we'll see what happens. We, like Al said, there's been no charges yet, but we will right. see.
1: But Claudia, let me ask you this. And this is where I still this is the crossroad for me. So the young lady says that he fingered her. Sorry to be so graphic about it at a nightclub that he took her to. They all are hanging out. He fingered her. She didn't like it. She raced off to his car and got in his car. Right. And then they all got in his car and they took off down the road. Now, Where is where does the responsibility lie for the person who got offended, the woman who got raped or or disrespected or sexually violated? Why would you get back in the car with the man to continue the journey of the night if he just violated you sexually?
2: Because her broke ass ain't had no money for no Uber. (laughs) And, and 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 that's why, because her broke ass ain't had no money on her pocketbook, okay? Or her Fashion Nova dress was probably too tight that she couldn't put in her cash or her credit card in her brazier like grandma used to do. And the reality of the situation is y- y'all girls think that these dudes holler at y'all in the mall or wherever they find y'all and that they gonna marry y'all. Like y'all had these hopes, oh, I'm going out to to dinner and I'm going to the club with Trey Songz and Chris Brown and he going to treat me with respect and he going to marry me. That's what y'all be thinking. And that's why she got her ass back in the car, because she thought that after she got in the car, there was still some type of way she was going to reconcile that marriage fantasy. Mm -hmm. And because she ran out that club, he probably cussed her ass out when they got in that car and put her ass out when they got home and she got mad. Now he's dead wrong for fingering her and violating her, but that's what be going through their mind.
1: Got it.
0: And I will also add to that, Mm -hmm. that a lot of different things can be going through your mind. Sometimes you're shocked. Sometimes you don't know how to even like, you just like, what just happened here? I know what happened with me. It was like a delayed reaction, not a fingering, but actual violation. It wasn't like I had the immediate reaction that I think I should have had. You know, everyone says, if it was me, I would have beat them up. I would have done this. You don't know what you do when you're in that situation. You freeze You freeze up. I know I froze up. And then I blame myself for a long time. Why did I do that? Why didn't I slap this person? Why didn't I fight back? Not, I'm not saying that, that this is the case with her. But I know some of my friends and myself, my personal experience, I froze up. And I, if I could redo it, I would. And that was part of the shame of not coming forward. Because my defense, my reaction wasn't big enough. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, you couldn't have been that mad if you didn't do anything. True. But I was also 18. You know,
2: I've never been raped and I'm not a woman. All right. But I would like to think that I have a pretty fair grip on human behavior. And I I would like to imagine that fingering, although it's a violation, is not as grave of a violation as somebody laying on top of you. I would like to think that you would have enough wherewithal to get your ass in an Uber. Right. all right? You You make it very cloudy when you say somebody touched you in your privates, then you went and jumped in their car. Right. You're not right. going to tell me that you were in that much shock that you became a zombie and you went and got back in his car. Right. I'm just not buying that one.
0: So what happened after that? Do we know? After she yeah, so
1: they, he, yeah. So, yeah. So, She then tried to film him while they were riding in the car. They got into an argument. He said, You're filming me. She said, She's not. Then she admitted, and then he put her out the car. So he put out the car. But see, the other part of this other layer is there was another girl that was hanging out with him, and she went over to the girl after she saw her, her demeanor had changed and said, What happened? And she said, Oh, I just got fingered. And she said, Oh, me too. He did the same thing to me.
2: And both of y'all got y'all- And both of them jumped asses. in the car. <laughs> both of y'all
1: got y'all asses,
2: back in the car. <laughs> both
1: of them jumped in But
2: and I don't want no right. person in these comments talking about victim shaming and he a man and da 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 da, 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 da. Miss me with all of that. Between the two of y'all, y'all couldn't scrounge up $13 for an Uber?
0: I want to hear more t- details about this story. I really do.
2: Girl, I
0: but I also see why women don't come forward, though.
2: And I also see why people don't take people serious. Who?
0: Yeah, I see that, too. There are people that lie about it. So I'm just right. I'm you were not away.
2: gang raped in the bathroom. You were touched between your privacy. You went and got your ass back in the car. Make it make sense. Both, both of y'all did. All right. I'm going to excuse one of them away. But between the two of y'all, y'all couldn't find a functioning brain.
0: Again, like I said, we will continue to keep up with this story because I'm sure it ain't going anywhere anytime soon, there's just too many allegations, too many stories, <clears throat> it seems like every week we got one of these. All right, moving on, on the flip side, Tory Lane said, black men are the ones who need to be protected. Lanes posted tweets that fans speculated are related to his case with Megan Thee Stallion. His first tweet reads, protect black men. Lanes continued with, I don't care what y'all have to say. We are black men and we matter. Don't wait till we are lynched, lied on, character assassinated to realize they have removed all of our legends and role models from the conversation. What do you think about Lanes posts? Uh, let's go to you Q, what do you think?
2: So I 100% believe Tory Lanes is full of shit and is hijacking the whole protect movement. However, I don't care because Black women have completely taken the protect Black women thing and they have taken it to the max. They've taken it and using it for a reason to evade accountability. And every time you say something to them that they don't like, or you do something to them in reaction to something they did is protect black women, protect black women. Oh, what happened to protect black women? So because y'all so arbitrarily use it now and have used it to the point where it has no meaning, I don't even care that Trey Songs is blindly using it. Go Trey, I mean, go Torby Lanes, protect black men.
0: Okay,
1: Al, what do you think? You know, I gotta tell you, what he's saying is true. It's just who's saying it. What he's saying is true. I completely agree with him. And most people who examine this have to agree with him. Listen, there's an undercurrent going on in society today that they are trying to not only disenfranchise African-American men, but they're also trying to discredit us, and especially hardworking Black men in America. In the corporate America structure, we've seen this for at least the last 10 years. And what they're using to do it is black women, which makes it really sad. As we've seen in corporate America, black men are no longer being promoted. And what they are doing instead of promoting a black man and giving him power and credit and and franchising him is they're giving it to black women. So in this particular case, He's definitely talking around the right topic, but the person that's doing it is just not right. In my case, in this particular case, Is it because now, Tory Lanez, that your career is jeopardized and that if you get uh, found guilty, you know, you're going to go to jail? Is that why all of a sudden now you're talking about let's protect the black man? Where was this verbiage before now? Where was all of your philanthropic outreach before now? Where were you in this narrative before now? Now that your ass is behind the eight ball, why all of a sudden are you joining the conversation? That's my question. Is it performative or not, Claudia? What are your thoughts?
0: I think we need to get away from protecting any group of people that just just throw them in just because of their skin color. Uh, I think we, we just get away with a lot of holding people accountable on both sides. You know, the whole protect, believe all women, protect Black men, protect Black, they're doing this to us. Okay, yes, they are, but there's a lot of us that are also effing up. And I think a lot of times because we have been... You know, we have been disenfranchised. We have been uh, overly prosecuted. A lot of times we have a tendency to just claim everyone's not guilty. They didn't do it, that girl's lying. she's a lying, she's a hoe. he's lying. Yo, we gotta get back to judging the individual on a case-by-case basis because too many of them getting swept under the rug, getting away with it. And too many people, you know, are not even coming forward because they're afraid of the, the backlash. I just want to get back to individuals. Toy lanes speaking on this is not the person. Al, I agree with you with that. He is. It's the wrong messenger in that regard. Toy lanes, shut up. And you are trying to like gather this momentum and get this a, a rallying cry or call. I don't know with fellas behind you to support your bullshit. Uh, no toy lanes. But okay. All right, y'all. Great first segment. We have a lot more show coming up. Stick around. Quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more of our 100th episode after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, we are celebrating our 100th episode tonight, fellas. We made it to 100 episodes. We'd be syndicated if we were on regular TV. (laughs) Was that five hundred? <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get in, get into the story. Disney employees walked out of the company's headquarters to protest the slow response to Florida's "Don't Say Gay" bill. After receiving backlash, Disney announced plans to produce more LGBT uh, plus content for children. Since Florida's bill would prohibit classroom discussions about sexuality, gender identity, and sexual orientation, Disney released this statement: "To all who come to this happy place, welcome." Disney Parks Experiences, uh, I'm sorry, to wel- welcome Disney Parks Experiences and Products is committed to creating experiences that support family values for every family and will not stand for discrimination in any form. We oppose any legislation that infringes on basic human rights and stand in solidarity and support our LBG2, LBGTQIA plus cast crew and and fans who make their voices heard every day. Whoa, tongue twister, okay. What do y'all think about Dizzy's change of heart? They were slow to respond, people got mad about it, and then they did. Al, what do you think about this?
1: You know, I, I think it's monumental. Um, I think the headlines on that's attached to this story is very troublesome for me though, and, and it's somewhat problematic, um, but I am excited that someone who I'm I'm not a huge supporter of, but I do like, Raven Simone was the the person that organized this walkout. And I'm glad for her for doing it because in her narrative, she forced the CEO, Bob Chapek, that's his name, right? To change his voice and his narrative towards this hate speech. I'm here for human rights and I'm here for equality for all and I agree 100% with the statement that it should be regardless of race, creed, gender or sexual orientation.
0: Okay. Okay, Q, what do you think?
1: Um,
2: you know, I hate our governor down here in Florida. I just hate everything that he's doing, all the legislation that he is 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 passing. It, it, it's salacious, it's pointless and none of it helps the daily lives of anybody. Um, I'm glad that Disney had the response that they had. I just question why um, so much responsibility per se was put on Disney versus Home Depot, versus Walmart, versus Boeing, versus any other company. Why did Disney get targeted in this situation? Well, maybe the answer is because they're in Florida, um, but it definitely is um. Uh, a step in the right direction, in my opinion.
1: Well, Q, let me share with you really quickly. The reason why Disney's held to the fire is because there's only two major networks. There's only two major outlets that create uh, kid content. That's Nickelodeon and that's Disney. And I'm very excited that Disney put the best foot forward and made a commitment in this space and solving this issue about human rights and equality.
0: It just seems like these governors, some of them, especially DeSantis and our governor here in Texas, Q, are just going out of their way to agitate certain folks. And it's it's highly frustrating that they're speaking
2: again. I said this earlier. Donald Trump ushered in a new style of politics. DeSantis and Abbott don't even believe 80 percent of the crap that is coming out of their mouth. (laughs) <laughs> but they know that it will rile up those fools over there in the corner so they speak directly to them. And you know what? I, I'm ready for the Democrats to get in the mud with them. Start throwing back some of your mama jokes. Start speaking just as if you can't beat them, join them. All right? Because that's what they're doing. They're riling up their base. I
0: agree. I mean... We've gotten away from the kind of country we used to be, where we could respectfully debate. And sometimes, and they're actually, they're trying
2: to be all classy and all right. that. That classy and pulled up stuff ain't getting us nowhere.
0: It does you feel like did. the Democrats it are bringing wasn't a Hillary. Up. It it does feel like the Democrats bringing. It was kidney heels like. that
2: messed Hillary up. <laughs> it was <when, when> kidney heels <laughs> and that in the men's suit. But but we'll talk about that on another show. (laughs) The
0: Republicans have made it very clear, especially the officials, that they don't like women. Okay, and they come, you see how hard they come in for her, for every female that's uh, on the, especially on the Democratic side, even on their own, they just have an issue with women, women's rights. And all that. And they are supposedly the party that doesn't like a lot of control, except when it comes to women and the LBGTQ plus community. All right, moving on, Soldier Boy announced via Instagram that he's expecting his first child with celebrity hairstylist Jacqueline Martinez. Allegedly, Soldier Boy's former relationship with Nia Riley was physically abusive, allegedly. But he had Jacqueline appeared, uh, he and Jacqueline appeared to be all smiles at their gender reveal party, where it was revealed that he's having a boy. What are your thoughts on this one? And do you think Soldier Boy will be a good father? Cute? Do you think he's gonna be a good father?
2: There he go with his non-black <laughs> woman. And do I think he's gonna be a good father? I don't even think he is a good citizen. I don't even think he has no. no I'm gonna just leave it no. <laughs> no.
0: Al, Al, what do you think? Well. Do you really want to know <laughs>
1: what I think <laughs> of this? This is so strange. Like, Soldier Boy is funny to me. I mean, in a very strange way, I even find him likable. But, Claudia, do you find him attractive? Is no. He, right.
0: Oh, let me he's just. Like, what
1: is he, like, 5'8", 148 pounds? He, like, giving me, like, Pete Davidson vibes and stuff.
0: Like, he's not I, my type, but, I am mean, he's someone's type. I mean, they like it, type, I love right? it.
1: I like okay. him a little
0: healthier looking, a little more meat on the bone.
1: But, I love it. <laughs> but you know what? He's pulled a winner. From what we understand about this celebrity stylist, she's done everyone from Megan Thee Stallion to Beyonce and J-Lo. So he's doing something right, maybe. I Yeah, he got a check. And she tired of standing on her feet with them hot ass hot curlers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
2: she tired of doing $200 heads. <laughs> she said she could sit on her ass. If I could sit on my ass or curl wigs, I choose what? To sit on
0: my ass, okay? And that's um, what she's going to do. Ashlyn MC says, congrats. Wow, I can't believe this is his first child. I mean, that's says something he's been responsible all these oh, years. That,
2: that, okay. He's been on so I... much drugs, his semen probably don't work.
1: <laughs> allegedly, Q. ain't no damn allegedly. Oh,
0: God. He was all on one tonight. He
1: is on one tonight. Bad. Wait a minute. The deal is, is that he is literally, he is a tiny dude. He is really tiny. Have you guys met him in real life? He is really No, They
2: don't want to.
0: Al, what has been your experience when you met him or when you worked at his personal bank? bank <laughs> or, when his cousin, <laughs> or when
2: you managed his funds or when you played football with his uncle.
0: He did his tattoo work with... <laughs>
1: You know what? I hate okay. both of you
0: guys. That's, That's fine. That's fine. We know. We know. Al. All right. Moving on. Because of Kanye's removal from the Grammys due to his concerning online behavior, Jay Prince called on Ye, Drake, Nicki Minaj, and The Weeknd to boycott the Grammys. Jay Prince suggested the artists perform in Las Vegas on the same night as the <laughs> Grammy Awards. Jay Prince posted this on Instagram: "Hip Hop versus the Grammys. The powers that be will be mad at me about this one, but." F I love the culture. Uh, The seed is planted. Let's water it. So far, Nicki Minaj is the only artist to respond. She commented, respect. What do y'all think about Jay Prince's requests? Let's go to you, Al. What do you think about this? Jay Prince.
1: Okay. It makes sense. I get it. But this is something that should have happened long time ago. Why all of a sudden you got this narrative when The client that you associated with is the one that get canceled. Where was all this passion and love when Beyonce got snubbed by uh, uh, by the Grammys? What happened to all of this passion when Nicki got snubbed by the Grammys and The Weeknd got snubbed by the Grammys? What you talking about? We don't need another show. We got... What we got, Claudia, we got the uh, NAAC and uh, NAACP Awards. We got BET Awards. We got the Soul Train Awards. We got the Lady of Soul Awards. We got a plenty of, uh, uh, of alternative platforms that Black people should be supporting or people of color should be supporting. We don't need another one formed by Kanye or you. Support the ones we got. Use that same energy and help support these platforms that look like you and your mother. I. That's what, why am I getting so riled up? Go <laughs>
2: down before you start sweating under your arms again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: it's a hundred show, but seriously, we got enough platforms. Support the ones that we got. Stop looking for validations from the white people to make you feel like you finally accomplished something. We define the culture and we define how people take the culture. Support the ones we got out here. We don't need another
0: one. Okay, Al Luther King. Uh, (laughs) You
2: You know, I I got two schools of thought on this, right? Um, I think it's an excellent idea. I think the motivation is wrong, right? Like to Al's point, um, why don't we do this on the regular? You know what I'm saying? Pull all of our celebrity power and show up at the NAACP awards or show up at the BET awards and make them trend and and, and ratings higher than the Grammys. Why don't we do this on the regular? Why is your motivation doing it to get back at white people? That's a bit problematic for me. But it falls in line with what I said on the previous show about Nicki Minaj and Little Kim making up and doing that Essence cover, like the way that would, would, would rock mm-hmm. the fashion industry. And it's funny because after that show, guys, I actually had a dream. And in that dream, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Nicki Minaj, Janet Jackson, Sierra, all of these people colluded and did a fashion spread in Essence for like three months straight. You know what I'm saying? And, and in that dream, Essence took over Bogue's place. We definitely have the power to do it. I, um, I definitely think maybe that we should just as demonstration to the world what collective bargaining on our side looks like. So regardless of the motivation, I think that it would be a great example because let's face it, people always give this message about black people don't stick together. Black people don't stick together, but we have rarely seen examples of it working or being implemented. And I think that is why it's so hard for people to not jump on board the whole Black people stick together thing. But I think if they did do it, it would plant a seed in all of our heads and we'd be able to have something tangible to say, this is what it looks like when we stick together.
0: It'd be Um, nice if we did it in all areas and not just a get back thing, like y'all mentioned. I think we need to do it during peaceful times so the motivation is pure. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we could be doing it in sports, NFL, NBA, entertainment. It, we would blow up our own and they would be begging to be in our magazines and in our award shows and our leagues. And then we'd have power. We'd have true ownership. But until we get there, we're going to still beg those white folks for a piece of their pie. Great conversation, y'all. Uh, all right. Before we go to break, have y'all heard about the three week rule? It's probably the best, you know, financial advice you can get. Uh, Stick around because you don't wanna miss our interview coming up later in the show. One of the geniuses behind a new credit building science called scoremaster.com will be joining us shortly. We'll be right back with more. Hey everybody, welcome back to TGIF. Once again, if you're just late, just joining the show, tonight we celebrate 100 episodes of TGIF. And shout out to the soulmates. We're at over 3000 people in the chat, y'all. Hey. Okay. Yeah, they, that's they what
1: I'm were... talking about. <laughs> I'm through
0: everybody. So we got another Florida story. cue. so I'm gonna need your input on this one. Now we all know Miami is the uh, hot spot for spring break, but due to the rise in crime, it looks like it may be canceled. Over the weekend, five people were shot uh, in Miami Beach as a result of the many visitors there for spring break. Now, although there have not been any fatalities. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gebler doesn't want to take any chances. He, the Miami Beach Police Department, are enforcing a curfew from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. starting on Thursday. Funky, what are your thoughts And are things getting out of hand in Miami?
2: It's so funny you said this. Me and my homegirl had a very in-depth conversation last night that actually brought me to tears. And I almost hate that I'm about to say what I'm about to say on a national platform. Um, Black people... Black people in particular, we have a problem, all right? The, this What's going on in Miami with these spring breakers is so egregious and so outrageous that there's just no way we can any longer explain it away. There are no more comparisons. There are no more, oh, the white kids do it too in Panama City. There is no more... Oh, when the white people fight over hockey games and turn over cars, there's no more of that. It is, <clears throat> excuse me. It's been consistent year after year after year. It's getting violent. It's getting violent. The, you know, I, I've told you guys, I go to places and the waiters and the bar staff, they start conversations like this. I'm not racist, but when the black people come to South Beach, And I used to argue them down and almost be ready to go to blows. I can't even do it no more. It's us. And I said this last year when we had this conversation. I don't know why having a good time within our young culture looks like ignorance. Twerking in the middle of the street, cursing out the police, jumping up and down on people's cars, fighting, pulling out guns. What are y'all doing? I am I'm a Miami Beach resident. I am 100% in support of them shutting the whole city down for the whole month of spring break and giving those people some PPP money because the <laughs> black people, the black people, all right? It's not always mixed and there's other people in there. It's the black people are destroying South Beach and destroying spring break. And what makes it so sad is that there are folks out there that have minimal exposure to black people, and they take what you ignorant asses do across two weeks, they apply it to our whole culture year-round, and they think it's all of us. Mm-hmm. Shut it down.
0: cue in the comments, some people saying, is it just the black people? Is it is it the white kids wilding out as well? Or I, it it I'm not down to no,
2: So I can, I can, I can. If it's a, for every one thousand black kids, there are three white kids scattered within the crowd. It ain't them.
1: Okay, I can. I think I can lean in on this a little bit, Claudia. So, of course, you know, I used to live on South Beach proper, the area that is consumed the most by spring breakers. Not only did I live there, but I also sat on a committee with Fred Bean of Rebel, Rebel Travel. Uh, we were one of maybe three Black people that sat on the community board addressing the spring break um, chaos with Mayor Dan Gilbert, Claudia. So I've sat in those town hall meetings with the city talking about people of color and the specifically the Black Americans that transcends on to South Beach during spring break. Q is right. It's a behavior that we just don't see as it relates to violence. As it relates to violence, it's a difference in when they come and when everybody else comes. And we can't explain it away anymore because they have tried every tactic possible. We've tried curfew when I was there. We tried uh, roadblocks. We've okay. tried we've tried elevating prices at hotels to 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 stop the the, the number of, of, of violence and crime in the area at the time. Unfortunately, none of the tactics that the that the city of South Beach has employed has worked. Now, the problem here is when people are getting physically harmed, meaning they are being shot, meaning they are being beat up, meaning that they are being robbed meaning that they're being hit by cars and run over, then we're dealing with a bigger issue because the numbers are just not the same. The chaos can be the same, but the numbers of violence is not the same when they don't look like our community. And that's a big issue because tourism is the number one thing for South Beach. And we know when the when we come into South Beach, we spend a lot of money. We love to eat, we love to drink, and we love to party. We infuse millions of dollars into that south beach but we also infuse a great deal of crime and i think that's where the big disconnect is
2: and um, i just like, think it's sad I didn't, to, I didn't mean to cut you off Claudia. i just think it's sad that somebody like me walks up ocean drive and for somebody to look at me and not want me there and for me to just have to sit there and understand Right. I just have, to, you You just have to eat it. Like, sir, I completely understand why you don't want me and people who look like me at your business because of the way we tore it up last week. I, I You got it, sir. I'm gonna keep walking. That's how it makes me feel.
1: Right, and Claudia, let me just share this with you. Anybody that doubts what really is going on in South Beach, the city of South Beach has arranged cameras all over the beach area that any citizen, regardless of where you're located can log on and watch all of the happening so you can witness firsthand the same way as the police of all the violence and chaos that exists within the spring breakers
0: i'm gonna say this and we're gonna go to commercial i'm glad y'all have y'all said the the thing that needed to be said um you know when you say it you're being bougie you're being judgmental um you're, you're a coon if you call out our ignorant behavior. At, at the end of the day, we're no better than the other side. If we can't call it our own and we can't, you know, hold our, our people, our cousins, our friends, our friends' kids accountable, there has been an, in, uh, there's been an increase of ignorance and being praised for ignorance in our music, in our society, and in our community. Look on Instagram. It is a race to the bottom. I've said it before. And if you think that's, that's BS, you're probably part of the problem. It's not cute, y'all. We're, we got to get back to, to giving a damn where we can be proud of how we, we you know, representing out here in these streets. Great conversation, y'all. Uh, listen, before you buy that new car, refinance your home or try to uh, finance anything, wait three weeks because it could save you thousands of dollars. One of the geniuses behind scoremaster.com uh, is here and will join us after the break to uh, tell us all about it. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Now, earlier in the show, I mentioned Scoremaster's three week rule, which is the smartest way, smartest money advice I've heard in a while. And to give you more insight, I invited Scoremaster.com's Hermena Cortez to break down how the three week rule can help you save tens of thousands of dollars. Please welcome Vice President of Product Partnerships for
3: Scoremaster, Hermena Cortez. Welcome to the show, Hermena. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So you guys have been talking about the three-week rule for months on your show, but do you really know how it works? No. I'm a customer, but I I get the alerts, but I'm not really
0: sure. Like, why three weeks?
3: Sure. So most consumers have no idea how their credit scores are reported, calculated, or even the impact that it has on the interest rates. For example, I've seen cases where somebody has saved $6,000 on a car loan just by having a better... In a better credit score. And I've also seen cases where they've saved upwards of $100,000 and more on a 30-year fixed fixed mortgage. So credit matters. So basically the three-week rule states that before you buy a house, a car, or really you apply for any sort of loan, you go to scoremaster.com first and you check your score. You see how many points you can get. Usually on average, our members can get 61 points in about 20 days. So hence the three weeks. And that way, when you apply, you get the best interest rates possible and you save a ton of money.
1: But wait, 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 wait. Doesn't <laughs> 61, okay, I'm the finance guy. does 61 points seems like a stretch when we see credit score commercials bragging about increases a score of only 10 to 20 points?
3: Yeah, so most like boost scoring services, right? That's about what they're going to get you. But our data scientists have literally discovered and patented a strategy that outsmarts those services and even the financial institutions so that you can get results really fast. Mm.
2: Now, Jimena, I like to live my best life. You know, I'm the fabulous girl. I like to get yachted out, trips. <laughs> I like to wear my Gucci. So and I need my credit score increased so I can continue to finance things I can't afford. So can master <laughs> tell me, how many points I can add to my credit score and just how long and how long?
3: Absolutely. So (laughs) we've got two ways in which we do this. And one way is the first way is our score boost feature. And so basically what that's gonna do is it's gonna tell you when to pay your cards and by how much. So for example, your due date or your payment date is actually not when you should be paying your credit cards We have discovered the dates that every financial institution is going to report your balance. So we have you pay just a few days before so that it reports the lowest balance possible. And that's going to shoot up your score. So basically, for example, I was one of those people that would always pay their credit cards off on the last day possible. Mm -hmm. And literally just by doing this, I went from a 740, which is pretty good, to, you know, a 790. So we want, so we tell you which cards to pay, and depending on your budget, where to put your money, and then we'll show you how many points that's going to boost your score. Now, the second way in which we do that is if you've got uh, negatives on your credit report or credit reporting errors, we allow you to communicate directly with your creditors through our system, and we're going to mail that letter out to your creditor for you. So by law, they've got thirty days to respond to you, and if they approve your request they also have to notify all three bureaus. So you literally can get the whole thing handled with the creditor and the bureaus um, just by pushing one button in our system and it saves you, you know, a ton of time.
0: Very nice. Now, Hermana, we're almost out of time, but before you go, what advice can you leave our viewers about you know, how to manage your credit scores and how Scoremaster's three-week rule can help them?
3: Absolutely. So we've talked a lot about, you know, boosting your score and getting a better credit score. And that's one part of it. And we certainly help you with that. But once you have a good score, you definitely want to protect it. So we not only got you the way to to boost it, but we've also included uh, $1 million of identity fraud insurance and live credit monitoring alerts so you can stop fraud as it happens. So for example, I, I recently had some charges going on my Amex and it was some traveling stuff. So Amex thought it was me, but it actually wasn't. And they didn't notify me, but I saw the notification coming from Scoremaster. So I was able to stop that fraud as it was happening versus you know logging in way later to my account month or two down the line and, and figuring out somebody compromised my card. Wow.
0: Well, thank you. The people in chat are saying how this is a lot of uh, helpful information and they appreciate it. Hermeta, where can our listeners learn
3: more about Scoremaster? Absolutely. So you want to make sure you t- that you go to scoremaster.com forward slash T, that's T-E-A, because you're going to get a much better uh, price by, by going to the special pricing from T. If you go to the homepage, you're actually going to pay a little bit higher. So you want to make sure you go to scoremaster.com forward slash T and we'll take good care of you.
0: Hermana, thank you for joining us. And, you know, listen, we appreciate Scoremaster's partnership with TGIF and supporting us here at Fox Soul. And this is really helpful information for our soulmates and uh, for everyone that's watching. So thank you so much. Be sure to build your credit up with Scoremaster. Hermana gave us some fantastic advice. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And while we're in the break, you go ahead and log on to scoremaster.com slash T and get you signed up. We'll be right back with more after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, how y'all feeling tonight, fellas? On our 100th anniversary? I'm sorry, 100th episode. That's a few more years. 100th <laughs> how y'all feeling what, tonight? What, about what this? Were
2: you, what were you finna say? Anniversary, uh-huh. but TGIF. I forgot. We ain't
0: gonna live that long. I only got about 30 years left. You still taking your brain pills? I'm,
1: still days. <laughs> <Obviously not. laughs>
0: I'm tired, man. I've been working so damn much. I'm tired as hell. I need to take about three of them tonight. Yeah, but yeah, 100 episodes, y'all.
2: I still can't believe it. That's awesome and we it got yes and we got 800 more to go baby
0: <laughs> that's right all right y'all hopefully we'll never be canceled because there's a lot of canceling going out there in this world so just weeks after the cancellation of the Wendy Williams show, radar online reports the view extended an open invitation for Wendy to appear as a guest host now an inside source says what makes the view opportunity so interesting is that this interview could open up the door to her joining the show. On a recurring basis. Would y'all think, do y'all think Wendy would be good, a great addition to the view? What do y'all think?
2: Absolutely yes. Now the question is, you know, Effie White don't back backup. All right. So the question is, you know, would she want to do an ensemble thing? And it probably wouldn't be able to afford to pay her what she was making on her own. I definitely think a less bougie less educated, more keep it real uh, personality is what's needed to probably take the view through the next 10 years, if it's to be around. I would love to see a Wendy Williams type character sitting on there, cussing their asses out, getting them together, giving the gossip, going off on Megan McCain, who's not there anymore. I would <laughs> love to see that.
0: Okay, okay. that's that's uh, That would be interesting. Al, what do you think?
1: I don't know, I disagree with Funky on this. Now, I, I I have to say maybe having a less educated view on the view could be interesting, but I don't think this would be a good fit for Wendy. Wendy is just bigger than the view, in my opinion, as far as her personality and what she thinks and how she delivers it. We remember when uh, Rosie O'Donnell came on after Meredith exited and what that caused. That was horrible. I think something about this story to me smells like they're taking a dig at Whoopi, um, and I don't like that. I think Wendy is more appropriate going on like the Breakfast Club, where she can speak her mind unapologetic. On on The View, they all have to play it so safe. They have to hold it so close to the best. I think that Wendy should should share her first interview with either us at TGIF or at Cocktails with Queens, because we want to know the good stuff. We want to know what's going on with your health, what's really going on with the drug use, What's really going on with Kevin Hunter and your step baby? Those are the types of things that I think that she or us or we at Fox Soul can get out of her more than at the View. I don't think she's going to share any of that information over at the View. So, Wendy, if you're paying attention, I think you should come on over here and share all of what's been happening in the last two years with us, because we'll create a safe haven for you. Claudia is one of the best interviewers in the game. and hey. I think this is where you should do it.
0: She, she she got the number. We got her information. She's been on my show before. So, Wendy, it would be, be coming back home. Come and on, right. back home,
2: Wendy. You know damn well I don't talk about that lady too much for so had to come over here.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you're going <laughs> to have to call in sick that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you call in sick. She claims she's been wanting to hang out with me. I'm extending the olive branch now to come hang out with me. And look, what I also want to know about the late nights with Medina. Hey, Medina. We know that that's Wendy's good friend. Come on over here and share a little bit with us. We would love to have you.
0: Okay, so we got a few minutes left. We can talk about Hampton University, or we can talk about that on Friday. Let's let's get into Florida, because tonight's a Florida. We we, we we shout out a lot of Florida stories tonight. Okay, Q? Okay. I'm okay, because this is the first time Florida's- but this be, is a this, good this, this one. A good, right? <laughs> I, I put this on my story. I'm like, finally, floor, a, a story that begins, Florida men is mm-hmm. good. Okay, so four Florida men were arrested for allegedly installing devices inside uh, gas pumps that dropped the prices down to pennies. Officials say that this is a trend that will spread as fuel costs continue to rise. Funky, what do you have to say on behalf of your fellow Floridians?
2: They didn't do it, free them. They, they, They didn't do it, I don't know what you're talking about. Those are good Samaritans, they were simply out doing community service. They were doing the will of the people. They were doing the Lord's work. They were helping disadvantaged people. They was helping people who did not get their PPP money. They was helping people who EBT cards got lost in the mail. They was helping people who needed things to eat. They was helping people who needed to get to work. They was helping people who needed to get to school. They was helping people who need to get to the infirmary, down to the hospital. They was helping old people who was on dialysis, trying to go get their blood clean. These is the Lord's people. These is the Lord's people. And we need to stand behind them. We need all the organizations, NAACP, Black Lives Matter, Black <laughs> <and People laughs> Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, <laughs> <laughs> Boys Matter. We need everybody who matter to stand behind these people and stand in solidarity with them because they <laughs> did for the
1: people.
0: Well, didn't know we would be having church this evening here. Okay. Al, do you have anything to add on to that?
1: Listen, I, I, I'm I, right here with you, Funky. I'm right here with you. Like, We do need to the free, free these men and we need to lower gas prices, but there's just one thing that they did wrong, and that was they were stealing other people's credit card identity in order to fuel up their tanks to get the gas. So... Everything else is cool. I don't mind them cheating the system in order to get gas prices to help people out, but they were stealing people's identity, stealing their credit cards and using their credit cards to get the pumps to turn on before engaging the device to steal the gas.
0: So maybe they just amend the device where it doesn't get charged to somebody else. So that like <laughs> two, two states, Maryland and I think Florida, there's two states, Maryland and another state that are suspending uh, taxes on gas. Yeah. So that's like up to, up to 30 to 38 cents. So it will bring the prices back to where they were. So that is good. I need more states to follow suit and that we don't have to bail those guys out and holler at them and get them with our tech people and design something allegedly that might do this long term. I'm just saying. But then, Florida people finally got a good idea. Fellas, 100 episodes. We are celebrating tonight. What a great way to end the show! We did that. We did that. We did it. Okay. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining oh, me and being you. fantastic. Bless you very much. And thank you to Hermeta Cortez for sharing how Scoremaster can help raise your credit score. Thank you to the Soulmates keeping us over 3,000 and everybody watching on YouTube. Stay tuned. Stick around for our good sis T.S. Madison. She's coming up next. Fellas, once again, congratulations.
2: Thank congratulations, you. Congratulations guys. You
1: many,
0: many, many more. All right. I'll see y'all on Friday. Y'all have a good one. Bye.
1: Bye.